I was asked uh, the question, I'm looking to expand my networking and social media presence as I think this may help with my veterinary career. Do you have any advice? Oh, yes. So uh, I've got lots of advice on this and I've got lots of thoughts on this. Uh, and I always offer the, uh, I'm going to start by offering this particular thought is that this is just my opinion. It doesn't mean it's right. It's not put out there as gospel truth, but I, I think it's worth considering at the very least. So the first thing is, um, I don't think having a social media presence um, is, is going to make a single bit of difference to any individual career as a vet in practice. Um, and in fact, I think it, there are many reasons why it may be inhibitory to your career in veterinary practice if not used properly. Uh, I think back to my career, although I had a social media presence, um, I did not create the, this particular brand. Uh, I did not have a Dr. Dave Nickel um, Facebook uh, or Instagram or anything profile when I was an active vet in practice. And that was the first 17 years of my career. Now, admittedly, social media was kind of only there for the, the last seven odd years of my career. But I did not have a, a personal uh, presence that was in any way connected to you know clinical stuff or practice stuff and there was a really good reason for that uh, i saw other people building up their things but i did not want to do that and and i'll share why i i didn't and why i think you want to think think long and hard before you build up your social media presence thinking that it would be something amazing for your career uh in practice so there's the caveat it's, it's the question is focused about helping your career in practice. But here are my thoughts, okay? Um, so in my career, I certainly, I didn't create it and I didn't, and, and, and I don't think I would have derived any particular benefit for having one in practice. Uh, where I think you might have some leverage or it might give you some benefit is perhaps in being noticed um, and getting a job. But to be honest, even that, I don't, I'm not seeing that as being a big benefit right now because we do have a undersupply of vets for you know a, a large number of practice roles out there. So I don't think getting noticed needs to be a problem in anybody's radar. Uh, you know, you apply for a job, you've got a very good chance of getting an interview, and if you do the interview reasonably well, you've actually got a pretty good shot at getting your uh, getting that that position. Um, so, so that's that's the first thing is that I'm, I'm not sure it's a big career advantage for you, but I, th I think I can think of three really good, possibly four really good reasons why you might want to think twice about this. Number one, the stuff you put out on social media is there forever and you can't take it back. But wait, I can delete posts. Well, yes, you can, but not if somebody screen grabbed it beforehand and, and it's on their computer. You potentially, everything that you say in the social world is out there. And you should assume that at some point that's going to come back at you. Uh, and I say that as somebody putting content out there a lot, um, 
who, you know, at some point, some of that, like somebody could come back and say, hey, but you said this three years ago and now you're saying that. Uh, and or 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 worse, you know, or you do something at university that you thought was absolutely hilarious, and it costs you a job or an opportunity, a job later. You can't take it back. And let me let me tell you, show me a wise young person, and I will show you a pig jumping, flying over the moon. I think I'm mixing up metaphors there. But the, the reality is, we all say dumb stuff. We all say stuff we regret. We are, we all have emotions and tempers and. And we all take selfies that, that you know, you, you know, that you might regret. But you post that on social, and that stuff's there forever. So um, I, I suspect there's probably quite a lot of content that might not be deemed professional in the eyes of your clients or potentially future employers that you might want to be very, very careful of at the very least. Okay. So number two. Uh, should I build up a social media account to help my career? Well, number two reason is it's going to cost you anxiety and time and distraction, okay? The time you spent on social creating content and endlessly checking, this is what will happen, endlessly checking if it was liked comes at an expense, you know, comes at the expense of your mental health and well-being. Number three reason, professional jealousy. You will have haters, I guarantee you it, and those haters will try to sabotage you or pull you down. Minimally, minimally, this will be trash talking you for being a narcissist, so you better have a thick enough skin to do that. And by the way, show me somebody who seeks the limelight uh, who is not somewhat affected by this trait. Uh, I do include myself in that category there. Um, you know, not, not, I hope, to the extent of having some sort of rampant personality disorder, because uh, I'm sure we are all on the spectrum of all of these things. But, uh, you know, there is a certain, it takes a certain amount of ego or belief or um, maybe arrogance or narcissism to do things like this to an extent, regardless of how pure your intent is. Um, you know, it, it's something that's there. So uh, it, it will be put under the microscope and potentially amplified uh, by people who may or may not know you. So you best be ready for that. Um, worse, if it seems that you are putting your needs or the, your, your career needs ahead of the needs of your animal patients, i.e. you delay an, an anesthesia, a treatment, stop doing something to take the perfect selfie, with the animal, then you are going to piss off your nurses. Um, and I have seen this happen where people in practice become very self-obsessed with getting that content uh, and they're perceived by the team as not being as caring as they should be and they can get ostracized by the team. So this is a problem if you're trying to have a good career, right? Um, and then the last one, number four, so there is number four, is it's going to take time, an absolute shit ton of time. Certainly early in your career, the best advice I can give you to, in order to have a good and happy and successful career is to focus your time on learning to be good at the thing that you have just invested tens if not hundreds of thousands of pounds or dollars in getting that education and getting good. If you know you only have so much time, get really good at something 
and then you can think about building other things into your career. You know, once you've got something to say, and honestly, I'll, I'll say it here, I'm like, when you're graduating as a student, you just hit the start line. So welcome to that. Well done on doing that. But, you, you, you know, do you have a lot to say in the world uh, at this point in time? You know, probably not. Um, so why fill the airways with stuff that's fluff? Why not go and dedicate that time on learning something really well? I mean, just getting really good at what it is you're here to do on this planet, and then you've got something to talk about, then you've got something to say, and then you'll have an audience that actually genuinely likes and connects with your stuff. And then you won't have to worry about all these people. Will they like my stuff? Will they not? Only X reach or five people like that. And, you know, when you're connecting with the right people, if it's the right five people that like it, let me tell you, that matters much, much more than hundreds and hundreds of likes, okay? So one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. And I think, and I don't know, this is, so this actually bridges from the good to the bad, okay? The clients that you're going to go and see and treat, they want to see the vets as part of the practice brand, and so does your boss, right? You, and this is the really important part. When you have a big social media profile or following, you are a risk to the practice brand. What's this story all about? When the clients are engaging with you and you're friending them on social, you actually might be committing some form of contract breach uh, because the relationship that you met them through is with the practice if you continue a relationship afterwards. So think about that. But you as a large social media following might think, oh, I'm really employable. I'm going to bring all this light to the practice. The truth is you're following if it's really big are not local pet owners, right? I.e. they are almost bugger all used to the practice. Unless you are a brilliant employer brand ambassador and you're saying amazing things about the clinic and you're attracting students to come see practice, then you might be able to add some value. But of course, that means prostrating yourself and, and, and demoting yourself from being the story and making the team the story. If you're able to do that, if your ego is able to do that, then it can be a valuable asset, okay? So my question for you, if you're thinking about doing this, can your ego handle being demoted so that the team wins? Because I think, I think if you're willing to be a part in the pantomime of the practice, if you're willing to be a character within the practice's social media story, that there is worth so much more uh, because it's also showing you're a good team player. But that's where the clients are going to engage with you as well. And the content you're putting out for clients is going to be really different to the content you're putting out for practices, right? So if you're, if you're like a pet food brand ambassador and you're putting out amazing content for clients, then I can see the value of having you in the practice because you're going to help, help us up our content game and, and everybody can win from that. If you're just coming in because a ton of vets and, and vet students or vet nurses follow you on Facebook, I don't know that that has any particular brand help for the client. And I personally would be worried about whether you can be a team player in the practice. Okay, that's just a concern I would have. Okay, so let's talk about the good bits. Uh, so number one is a, is a parallel career path. Do you have a side hustle? Uh, 
and that's something you're actually willing to commit time and do a bit professionally, right? So by professionally, I don't necessarily mean you have to get paid for it. I mean, you will put the time and the hours into getting good at your craft. You will treat it like a professional. The difference between an amateur golfer and a professional golfer uh, or a recreational golfer and a professional golfer is the number of hours they're willing to put in on the course. Uh, you know, and, and then the access to mentors and to knowledge and to training that, that, that your average recreational golfer just doesn't have a budget to get their hands on. If you have a side hustle that you're quite good at and you have got something, some talent happening there that you have committed, and you, you'll have gotten, a, you, know, you, you can have talents, but you'll have gotten good at it because you already treated it somewhat professionally. Perhaps it was playing an instrument, perhaps it's doing comedy, uh, perhaps it's artwork, uh, perhaps it's pottery. Like, there are vets that I know well in all of those categories that are just crushing it as a side hustle and doing really, really well. Um, I, by doing really, really well, I don't mean necessarily making tons of money, but they're enjoying it, they're putting out great content, they're developing followings. It's really cool to see, right? So parallel career paths you want to explore. I think there's that is a good place to make mark out some digital real estate. Okay. Number two, connected to number one, you're genuinely talented and you've got something to say or or produce, right? Um, this pretty much rules most young vets out of the game in veterinary medicine as you've got plenty to say, but zero real experience. So if you're looking to have that impact as an influencer in veterinary medicine, when you actually haven't done anything to earned that level of trust and respect, then, then you are a fraud and you should not try and build up a profile. But if you've gotten really good at something and you've got something to say, like you are the gun ophthalmologist and you've got the most amazing image library of beautiful retinas and crazy eye pictures and you want to bring more referrals into your clinic, then by golly, I would be telling my story on social and I would be building up content. As it happens, that's exactly what I'm doing. You know, I happen to be good at running practices and working with people and teams. So guess what? All the content I put out is all about that. That's my side hustle that has become Vetex and a, and a whole business, right? Uh, and then, the, so the third thing then is, is kind of building awareness. And again, that does does connect to the other ones. So you have talent, you have uh, something that you wish to develop and you, you can now build awareness, okay? So you've got to make some noise and, and social media is just a brilliant way of doing that. So I do think that that's a good place that you can, you can play in that space. If you've got something, then that's a, that's, it's a place to put it. So so in terms of definitive conclusions, I don't think I have any of those, but I think the thesis is this, that if you've got something outside of the practice team that you want to grow and develop and you have genuine talent, then that's a good place to play. Um, if, you've got, um, if you've got an idea that you want to build up a brand and be the name in the practice and you're going to do that through your own content, 
I think that's a mistake because it's mean it's putting yourself above the team. And I'll tell you, if you put anything, if you try and put yourself ahead of the team in practice, it's not going to go well for you because you're showing off ego. You're being selfish, not selfless. And every team needs everybody to put the team first.